Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week, another episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben, how are you? I am fantastic, brother. How are you? I am doing well. So how's your week been? Um, it, it was actually, it went by in a flash. I cannot believe it's already Friday and time to talk to you. I mean, not that I'm complaining because... I know, right? Next week is already October. <laughs> what? Just, actually, actually, yeah, and um, October, for me, the, the first 10 days of October are uh, turning out to be really, really good because... Uh, not only do we have, um, you know, NXT debuting, mm-hmm. um, which I'm so excited. Uh, well, I'm sorry, not, not NXT. I meant um, AEW. Yeah, I meant AEW, and um, you know, just a whole new um, TV lineup for Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So let me ask you, how, how, how are you feeling about AEW with all the all the all this talking that uh, they're doing about uh, wanting to do three hours, having uh, their own talk show, kind of like talking smack about how they want they're they're gonna be airing on three networks and on the five day delay in the UK. Honestly, honestly, here here's the thing. Okay, let me let me break this down piece by piece. All right. In terms of the um, in terms of the taping delay in the UK, uh, I can understand that. Yeah. Because of, because of the drastic time difference between the UK and the U and the US. Yeah, for us, nighttime for us is gonna be early morning for them. Right. So that I, that I understand. Um, in ter- in terms of some of the other stuff, I um. I don't. I don't want to criticize it before I see it. You know, I don't want. I don't want to be that guy, and I, I don't want us to be that podcast. Um, I, I, the only the only thing that I'll say is this: for for a company that does not have a TV presence as of yet, mm-hmm. I think it is awfully ambitious of them. To, to put out uh, three hours of content um, per week at this point. Um, I would say that about any company, uh, so that's not, that's not a, a criticism of AEW. I'm, I'm interested uh, in, in what, what they do, but um, I, I, if I were them, I'd be very open to making changes um, if, if it doesn't if it doesn't work out within a certain stretch of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and the, the, other, the other thing, too, is, um, you know, I, I don't like the way that the, the internet is just going nuts on, on AEW. It's like we haven't even, you know, they haven't even debuted on TV yet. You know, and, and one, one of the things that, that obviously has helped them, um, but I think I think has also hurt them in terms of just fan expectations. Is like you know, you I'm gonna use all in as an example, even though that technically wasn't AEW, right? 
get some and piss some people off. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that for them because they don't, they don't deserve that at this point. Right. Um, from what I've, from what I've seen of their, um, of their uh, product so far, talking about uh, pay per views. Um, I think overall, it's been, uh, it's been. I would rate it an eight out of ten. Uh, eight out of ten. Uh, the pay per views. shows have been very bad. Um, you know, I, so that's, that's one uh, change that I, w- I would make. I, I mean, because here's the thing, the, um, the, the buy-in concept for the Battle Royal is a very interesting concept and structure. I just don't see it working out uh, right, right now. Um, but you know, like I, like I said, it's it's still it's still so early in the game, and for these for these fans, it just you know, I understand the excitement, you know, because WWE has been the uh, you know the big dog in the yard, so to speak. Yep. Um, and um, you know, and by and large, outside of the last couple months, where I where I think they've been slowly improving. WWE was just so far in the, in the in the quicksand that they were really screwing themselves, which I which I think um which I think lends itself to fans having such high hopes for AEW. That I understand. Um, you know, and and, and take nothing away from my own excitement for AEW because. I, I do I do like uh, a lot of what what they're doing and I, I do think they have a lot of uh, potential. Um, but you know, it's 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 just one of those wait and wait and see kind of things. I think we gotta wait a good you know like six months um, uh, of solid TV. And of course, pay per views while they're on TV um, to be able to really gauge how they're gonna how they're gonna be. And I like with with the age of the internet being what it is. Mm-hmm. I just like Twitter. Twi- like for instance, AEW on Twitter, not even the account, but just like all the talk about it is just it to me is. Ninety percent of it is absurd. <laughs> yep. It's it's just like please just help me. Um. So you know I have I have a lot of um healthy optimism, but I don't I just don't want to jump the gun. Okay. Too quickly. All right. Uh. So let's see. Um. Uh, what do you think? Say we get into a bit of the news. Uh. What do we have for this week? It ain't no make-believe. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's, 
Remember his theme song? I'm sorry, his finisher, um, it's called the Moonlight Drive. Do you know where he got that? Yeah, you know where he got that? Uh, where, where? He got that from a song by The Doors called Moonlight Drive. Oh, well, I like the guy even more now. I did there you go, there's your trivia for the week. John Morrison, yes, Jim Morrison. That's uh, yep. And um, you know, e- even though, even though we're not a musical podcast, um, if uh, we're on the music if, part. If you want, if you want to hear some some good music and some and some uh, really weird stories, um, look up Jim Morrison and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Dude, I I I have all the door CDs. Uh, uh, yeah, I I actually um I, I forget which one I have. Oh wait, oh no no, I think I have a one or two. Okay, yeah, I I lied. I lied on air. Oh no. <laughs> someone who's not joining but apparently there's some news on CM Punk. Uh, CM, uh, CM where, where did you see that? Oh, I did not see oh, um, apparently I, I, they said like uh, he's uh, working with the WB again uh, on, uh, on their new Fox show. He was uh, working, he was uh, down at Fox Studio with Renee Young. So for now, I'm gonna you say I'm gonna say that that could be a rumor because we don't know for sure yet. But uh, that's the story I was reading. Yeah, well, I would uh, I would definitely uh, yeah any, anything with CM Punk is just like I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. Mm-hmm. This, this, conver- this conversation is kind of relevant. Did you, did you see um, any of his interview with Mike Johnson from uh, Starcast? 
no, I, I missed StarCast. I know it's up on, uh, it's uh, available on uh, that uh, website uh, that I use uh, to watch uh, the New Japan yeah. stuff, but I didn't get to see it. Well, and, and I, I started watching it, and I, to be honest with you, I had to turn it off. Oh. And it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't because of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, you know, it was just because of, of the interviewer, uh, Mike Johnson from PW Insider. Oh. Um, Is it uh, one of those things where the words were not matching the mouth? Uh, well, yes. Oh, I hate, I hate that. They did that uh, on the New Japan uh, Royal Quest uh, show. The words were not matching the mouth and it was so distracting. I hate when that, they do that. Commentary. Oh yes. So. Um, oh wait, I'm sorry. Were you done on with CM Punk or? Yeah, yeah, I was. Oh wait. Um. So the other piece of piece of news that we have is um in preparation for um SmackDown moving to Fox mm-hmm. uh starting uh, next week. Um, there has been a significant shakeup on commentary. So all of the all of the uh, current Raw commentary team have been moved to SmackDown, uh, and it, it will be um, Vic Joseph. Jerry Lawler, are you serious? Okay. Which is kind of weird because he's not really good on commentary. Well, also, I don't know, he he doesn't work in in, uh, today's WWE. His commentary just doesn't work. You're like, in the Attitude Era, okay, like he he would, you know, even though he knows commentary from that era. Ben? Uh, ben? Yeah, yeah. This Dio Madden, okay. He's an NXT star. star. Uh, yeah, well, uh, and, and that's, that's my point. Yeah. Um, I, 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 was, I, was, I was getting to that. So, um, 
former um, he's a former NFL uh, player, I believe. Uh, he he's a either offensive lineman or defensive uh, defensive lineman. Let me uh, look that up again just to just to get it right. Um, we. Um, we pride ourselves on facts on on this podcast. So I think I'm reading our, our offensive tackle. Uh yes. Okay. It's Brendan Williams. Yep, that's his name. To change names, like just like Tanara Conti, they took away her last name. Do we have? Like her own commentary, uh, especially with with her. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. it's like oh my goodness, just. <laughs> 
Okay, they, they, they should just take her off. Of, I don't know why they still have her on commentary. Oh, hold on, you didn't know what about the NXT uh, team? Who's on the NXT team? Oh, I think, uh, I think it's, it's still the same. I think it's gonna, I didn't see anything on that one. I think it's still, uh, Mauro Ronaldo and, um, uh, Nigel and Guinness. Okay, uh, and, um, what's her name? Uh, Beth Phoenix. Yes. Which, by the way, I don't know if I, I just, uh, I'm not sure how true this is, but apparently Edge is no longer doing his podcast of awesomeness with Christian. I, I, I heard that. So, um... Apparently he retired from podcasting. Which, you know, I don't... I don't... I, I don't... really know. I mean, I, I, do, I do know he's... He's gone, he's gone through a lot of personal stuff, so maybe it just wasn't... Yeah. to our uh, shows here first up with uh, Monday Night Raw uh, yes let's let's do that and apparently well I, I shouldn't say apparently because I volunteered but I am on Monday Night Raw duty so let me uh, get the other tab on my computer here we go okay so Raw uh, came to us uh this week from the Chase Center in San Francisco. And as a nice change of pace, they only had seven matches. Oh, that's, see, that's what we need to have. We don't need all these extra 24-7 championship matches. Yes, and on top, on, on top of that, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna notice... Uh, some some vast improvement uh, with the with the times as I go down the list. So this was structurally, I, this was a very good roll to me. I'll I'll get into it. Okay. So uh, roll kicked off uh, match wise. Well, let me actually before we get into the matches, let me let me talk about let me talk about Seth, Rah- Seth Rah- Rollins' promo ability. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> from, from an in-ring perspective, you're, you're a god at, at this point. I could, I could watch that man wrestle for the rest of my life and, and, just, and just do backflips of happiness. And, I, and I'm, I'm severely physically disabled, so that would be a physical feat. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're terrible, aren't they? Jeez, they're terrible. It's just awful. Oh my so, goodness. Uh, but then again, like, I don't know how much of that is WWE booking or just it's ability, but good God, I can't come. I mean, I would rather watch Brock Lesnar try to come. <laughs> and we know he can't. Yep. Um, but, yeah, God, it was terrible. Um, sorry, Seth. Um, okay, so from a match perspective, it kicked off with the, the War Raiders. Thank you. <laughs> yes. You're, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, if you want me to be really nice, we'll just call them what they are, the, the uh, the uh, War Machine, aka War Raiders, aka yep. you know whatever, whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> Eric and I are defeated. Carl, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I would, I would rather have uh, had another outcome in this one because I don't, I don't know why. Why did they make any OC lose again? And I believe, hold on, aren't they the tag team champions, if I'm not mistaken? They they were, but they're not anymore. You see, you see how how much meaning championships have? I even forgot who the tag team champions are. Well, well, and and the same thing happened last week, remember? Yes, you forgot who your cuddle champion was. They're Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And we had, we were talking about all those weeks. We were talking about how Bobby Roode and Chad Gable were an odd pairing. rather had another outcome in this match rather than have the war machine uh, go over the OC. Um, remember last week we were, t- we were talking 
Well, yeah. Let's, 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 let's switch to another, um, you know, semi-related topic, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I have never, ever seen uh, WWE have this many talent just in terms of sheer number. I don't know exactly how many uh, active uh, wrestlers they have on their roster. Maybe you probably have to go on the network and go into their uh, superstar section. Like she was okay, but now like I'm just not a fan, not a fan, not as much yeah. as uh, when she they first called her up. Even way even in NXT, I liked her in NXT. Yeah, and like for me, her her look is unique. Um, you know, and I love her her entrance music. Um, being by one of my favorite bands, Hailstorm. Uh, Yes, exactly. And um, but and by by the way, if the if the listeners are not 
organizations. Uh, but, it, but anyway, so from a look perspective and just musically, I think her whole entrance is really cool, but then, like, uh, when that's over, it just becomes, it's just because, like, she's not given time to showcase the talent that I honestly think she has. Uh, next up, we had, uh, Chad Gable, uh, over Baron Corbin via DQ. Uh, I can't, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to, uh, see Baron Corbin through fresh eyes, so I'd like to give, I'd like to give the King Corbin giving more time before I, uh, pass a judgment. I don't know why, but I'm certain I'm certain to enjoy Chad Gable. <laughs> yeah. And did you did you did you notice? I think I went um no um well no we'll we'll get to that. That's in SmackDown. I was like getting that mixed up with our uh, We'll get into that. Yeah. But I'm just gonna say I'm enjoying Chad Gable. Yeah, but I I mean I I don't know I kind of I kind of like this uh, King Corbin thing. Okay. Uh, Oh, oh, that was terrible when he was a constable. That was just stupid. Yeah, um, but I, I, I enjoy him being the, the, like, the ultimate asshole. <laughs> okay, that's, 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 that sounds like a new ring name. Advance the Rey Mysterio teasing 
uh, retirement slash a way to like push uh, down the rank. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens so with this whole Dominic thing because uh, we still haven't seen him in the ring yet. And I don't know if... Is he training? He's tra- at the NXT? Uh, at, at the Performance Center? Well, I think, he's, I think he's doing the Performance Center. But it's just... The, the, thing, the thing about Dominic for me... And I, I, I give him credit. That one promo that he... he uh, Yep. That was really, really good. Now, from just a, from just an entertainment perspective, um, how did he get to be so huge? <laughs> right? I was just about to say the guy towers over Mysterio. What the hell? <laughs> like he was like, he was hugging his dad, and like that looks so small like, next to him. It's like, jeez. Because, uh, yeah, because uh, they were the White family, right? Ron Strowman was uh, the black sheep in the White family. I did see it, yeah.
We heard a pretty, pretty good show. Absolutely. Um, and it, and it, and it, and it moved along quickly. They it didn't drag out. And now we will get into our uh, SmackDown review. Or, uh, m- m- more succinctly, Elio will get into his because I confess I did not see SmackDown. Oh, oh, okay. And you know what? That's uh, the oh, okay up here. Now up here, WWE programming airs on a channel called Sportsnet Three Sixty. Now we get the Monday Night Raw and at 8 p.m. to 11. We get Tuesday Night Smackdown, soon to be Friday, from 8 to 10. But if I happen to miss it at 8, or if I happen to miss either one at 8 o'clock, they replayed at 12 o'clock and uh, they replayed Smackdown earlier tonight at 8 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? Like, uh, it doesn't matter if I miss it, I always catch the replays. <laughs> yeah, well, well they, they don't do that uh, here in, um, here in uh, Maryland, at least. So, here we go, and this was night night two of us, of uh, WWE at the Chase Center in San Francisco. And we opened the show with Eric Rowan being challenged to a match being challenged to a match by Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan defeating Daniel Bryan and at the end there was uh, Luke Harper coming out and there was a two on one until Roman Reigns comes out and Bryan asks if the fans want to see him and Reigns kick Harper and Rowan's disrespected asses <laughs> then in the second match we had Chad Gable defeating Mike Kanellis in 25 seconds now this isn't what I was going to talk about before you know Elias appears on the big screen and he sings a song that he wrote for Chad Gable and then the camera um Pan, uh, the camera switches over to Gable and you see he, it looked like he was about to cry because his life is called the shorty. that short hair I mean like uh, before like when he was with um, 
with uh, Jason Jordan as American Alpha, I could take him a little more seriously. I still like him. Like, uh, I, I, I want to see where they go with this. Because, but I don't know. This, if, if they start having him cry because they call him Shorty or something, I don't know. Okay. I have, this, I have this burning curiosity. Okay. Now, now he he defeated Mike Canellas, and I swear when I when I first heard Mike Canellas, I'm like, okay, that's a little, that's just weird because that's a little too close to my name, because if you play around with Mike Canellas' name and you remove a couple of letters, you get Mike Canella. And the Mike and the Mike part is because that is my middle name, so that's a little too weird. Yeah, it, but yeah, well, I can get that. Mike Canella, Mike Canella. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And then in the next match uh, we had Bailey and Sasha Banks defeating the team of Carmella and Charlotte Flair. And Carmella, of course, is a new 24-7 champion. Oh, God. <laughs> I just, you know, I, 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 I've said it before. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Sigmund twist, the championship, with the 24-7 title. Yeah. They're, 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 they're somewhat entertaining, but at, at the same time, it's just like, I'm supposed to take you seriously? <laughs> Okay, so to, oh. to, answer my, to answer my previous inquiry... Yes, uh, what do Gable, we have? Gable is 33. Wow. Which is, which is shocking to me. I, like, wowzers. Um, good God. <laughs> okay, well, he, he must have good DNA then, because it is... You know what? Um, I, I, off air, I'm gonna send you something. You're gonna be. You're gonna, I'm gonna send you a picture of my friend, and I'm gonna. Be, I want you to tell me if he looks just like Chad Gable. Okay. Okay. I'll do this off air. Now, in the next match we had Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Ali. What are they doing, Ali? Uh, I don't know. You know what? Uh, they, they, there was a, there was like a, a point where they started having him do these like promos, where I thought that, I thought he he would he would turn heel at some point. I don't know if you remember they had him doing these promos yeah, like yeah, in the, in, the, in the in the in the hallway in the stairwells. Absolutely. Yeah. Something that should. I, I actually thought they were really cool. I thought they were going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Next we had the New Day defeating the B team. I can't believe these guys are still around. The B team.
Curtis. Curtis Um, that's right. Curtis Um, I, I always think of like David Otonga, and it's like I forget these two still have jobs in WWE. <laughs> And then in the main event, and you know what, this is sad because this is the only time we're ever going to see her now. Asuka and Kairi Sane, the Kabuki Warriors, defeating men is fire and desire. Now, this is sad because outside of the Kabuki Warriors, you never see Asuka anymore. Fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh. And, and keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, it is it is September twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. No, no, wait. Is that is that combined with an NXT? I, well, all they said was fifteen televised matches. That's terrible. She see and. And then they, 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 they put her into this team, and now we're never going to see her again, unless it's in tag team matches. I mean, I mean, what the hell? I mean, she was like one of the hottest commodities, justifi- and justifiably so, because she was cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, I like Asuka. I'm an Asuka fan. Yeah, well, So that, those are SmackDown uh, report. Now you didn't see this, but uh, just hearing about this uh, episode, uh, what would you say is better? Was better Raw or SmackDown? Raw. Definitely Raw but, because. But, but what's so what's so interesting to me is okay. Consider consider this with with the new with the new shakeup we have. We have uh, we have Raw and NXT on USA, and we have SmackDown on Fox. Mm-hmm. Right. So with all this emphasis going into the Fox move, do you think that uh, Monday Night Raw will maintain its position as the flagship show of? You know, that's a good question because uh, it seems like they're they're focusing a lot more on SmackDown. So it's hard to say. It looks like they want to look like they're really working hard to make SmackDown the flagship show. Raw has been uh, the flagship show since it first began in 93. Yeah. Maybe a change is good. Yeah.
That's what we. That's what we were talking about uh, earlier about uh, the whole CM Punk thing. Uh, apparently, but we don't know who the or do we know who the now the hosts are yet? Uh, no, I, okay. I don't know. I gotta tell you, if, if CM Punk showed up on a pre-show or like a panel show or whatever the format's gonna be. I can guarantee you some people are going to shit themselves and not for the right reason. <laughs> okay, so uh, apparently uh, I know you saw SmackDown. I, I, I know you saw NXT. Yeah, let me, uh, let me pull uh, those results up. Okay, yeah, so okay, I want to get into this show because the, from what I saw at the beginning... <laughs> Those people were going crazy for NXT. I mean, that crowd was was hot. Yeah, let me. Uh, well, I I was I was hot for it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's funny because last week, outside of um, Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. Yep. Okay. Uh, considering the hype, and, uh, and everybody online was like going nuts for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, like I was going nuts for this week's show, and then everybody online, well, it didn't live up to the hype that was that was last week's show. Okay, you know what? I disagree. This one, I mean, right right from the start, the first match was like, jeez, holy crap. That was just, that was great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing two dark matches earlier, uh, before the actual show, and I don't know why they would put, uh, the, this, these two on, uh, on the, in a dark match. Reina Gonzalez and Santana Garrett. By the way, uh, on top of that, up here, they're doing something very stupid. You're going to get the full two hours, okay? Yeah. We're going to get one the one hour. We're going to get a condensed version of NXT on Friday night. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so terrible. We're gonna get one hour, like, thank goodness for websites and the WWE Network.
Yeah, I was seeing it wrong with this whole time. What were you saying? I was seeing the jack of it. This match was pretty good. This was, um, so far, from what I saw, this was uh, one of my favorite matches on on this episode of NXT. Oh, oh, it was, it was so good. Keith Lee should not be able to do some of the moves that he does. They, they, they are insane. This, oh this, this guy's like one of my favorites. I, I, I remember him from the Independence. I never, I saw a couple of his uh, matches on YouTube and like this guy. What's going on? And this was this was before the the moonsault that we were talking about earlier. Yep. Off the off the air. I mean, this was this was absurd. Um, yeah, big man should not be able to do this. Let me let me look up how how big Keith Lee is because I know he's six two, but I want I want to say he's like three hundred forty pounds plus. Okay. Alright, uh, so do you want me to, uh, I can take the next match while you look that up? Yeah. Because I did see this match and we had Dakota Kai defeating Tanara Conti. Or Tanara as they now call her because uh, they dropped the last name. So this was, uh, we got to see the return of Dakota Kai this week. Mm-hmm. I did. Oh my god, it was I I had I had chills and I, I was so I was so happy for her because she was crying and it, 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 but it wasn't like it wasn't like one one of those forced emotional moments. It was you could you could see how much it meant to her to be back. Yep. And yeah, so so Keith Lee is six two three twenty. Jeez. Oh my goodness.
No, also I was I was saying the Jack Beach. I was also saying die die Jack of it. I mean, or, or, or when the, when the Dragovic went for the pin and Huey just sat up. <laughs> what? Yeah, this, this match was crazy. This the feds was... were into this match. Okay, uh, so the next match after the Kodakai, uh, we had... We had Matt Riddle defeating Killian Dane via submission. Yeah. In a street fight, so now he will uh, face Adam Cole at his future takeover, I'm assuming. That'll yep. happen like, next month. This was a rematch from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Killian Dane looks like he's wearing a sweater when he's not even wearing a shirt. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was, I was very, I was very pleased when, uh, when, uh, he came out in a t-shirt. And, uh, the, the Twitter account of our former employer, um, had a hilarious tweet. Uh-oh. That to the second part of NXT. What do we have? Uh, let's see. Um, so Rhea Ripley uh, defeated Caden uh, Carter. Lacey Lane. Uh, it, yes. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I kind of like Lacey Lane. Caden Carter. I don't know. I know. I'm. I'm just, I'm just saying. I. I like. I like Lacey Lane. Yeah, I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan. I like Rhea Ripley. I've been uh, following her since uh, NXT UK. Oh yeah, I, I I see big big things for her in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch defeated Ever Rise. I never. I two can two can fellow Canadians from here in Niagara Falls, Canada. I would want to see more for the more more 
Okay. Uh, and we might be getting a tag team. Uh, let's see. And then uh, Cameron Grimes defeated uh, Raul Mendoza. Ugh, I'm not, I'm not, still not a fan of Cameron Grimes. No, actually, the, the and the good thing about the good thing about this match was it was longer than last week. Last week was disgusting when he the way he defeated Sean Maluda in like five or seven seconds. It was t- it was seven seconds, and I was like, "What?" The that hell? was terrible. Oh, you see, I I've yet to see to actually see this guy like in ring, so I'm gonna go back and take a look at the uh, NXT after the after we after we finish the show. Well, you should you should um you should check it out for sure. Yeah. Um, I was I was real I was really not a fan of of the result of the main event. Okay, because. Brazango was was revealed as the the tag team partners of Kushida, and they defeated Imperium. Now let me ask you, what, what do you what do you what do you think about Kushida? I I really I really like him. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping he doesn't get the uh, Hideo Itami treatment. The whole Back to the Future thing, I love it. Come on, one one point twenty one gigawatts. Let's go, yeah. great Scott. Uh, yeah. <laughs> watch, watch, watch the movie, ladies and gentlemen. We we're, we're hitting some pop culture references. If you haven't seen it, where have you been all these years? She actually, uh, speaking of uh, bands, every uh, you've noticed, uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper have been wearing band shirts uh, lately since their return. Yeah, I, which but, I really like. Yeah, like Cannibal Corpse. Like, what? Cannibal Corpse, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I haven't heard much of them. I, I was never really a fan of Cannibal Corpse. Yes! But I'm not sure if I'd uh, listen to a band called the Cannibal Corpse. Oh, they're terrible. Uh, Just, I only know one song and it comes off the Ace Adventure soundtrack. It is terrible. It's called Hammer Hammer Smashed Face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get my face smashed. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not me talking. That's the title of the song. So. Speaking of that time, Chris Jericho took a shot at uh, Walter's name on Twitter. Yeah, it doesn't fit. And then someone, a fan commented and told him to shut the fuck up and just, and just wrestle. <laughs> it's just like, alright. <laughs> so uh, I found that this week's episode of NXT uh, a lot more enjoyable than uh, last week's YouTube as well. Okay, cool. All right. Shows of this week. Well, SmackDown was whatever, but like all the shows this week seem to run uh, smoothly. And just like yeah. flow. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we will be back with our date in history. So stay tuned for that.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. And Ben, are you ready to take a trip through history? Absolutely. I have the uh, DeLorean fired up. I jumped back over to the passenger seat, and I am ready to go. Now, before we, uh, before we get into this, we are going to take a look at a WWF In Your House pay-per-view. Now, can you take a guess at which one we are going to look at? Nope. Which one? We're going to take a look at WWF In Your House Breakdown. Uh So here we go. So, let's get into this WWF In Your House Breakdown now. This took place on September 27th, 1998 from the Cops Coliseum in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And, and I didn't even, I didn't even take this pay-per-view just because it was in Canada. I just looked at the list of pay-per-views on this date and this is the one that stood out. So on this pay-per-view we had, we used to open up with Owen Hart defeating Edge. And we had a, then we had Al Snow and Scorpio defeating Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor who were known as Too Much. I don't know why they went from Too Cool to Too Much. Oh, it's the other way around. I did not know that. Okay. I only ever knew them as too cool. Yeah. Well, so, so did I, but logically, given the timeline, they would have had to go from too much to too cool. And then we had Mark Merrill defeating the defeating Draws. Such a sad story, what happened to him. It was. Then we had uh, Falls Count Anywhere, Bradshaw defeating Vader. Bradshaw, how... How strange is that to instead because we're so used to hearing, hearing JBL. Or... I actually, as much as I like the, um, the, the JBL gimmick, I actually preferred the uh, Bradshaw gimmick. The APA version, Bradshaw, or the. Yes. Yeah. The APA. Yeah. Because he was also known as Justin Hawk Bradshaw when he first showed up. Yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that. Um, you, you're just, you're just, we're just full of education. And he was, and he was managed by Dutch Mantel. Who also managed the Blue Brothers? That was that was just a weird team. Yeah, 
Are you serious? Hold on a minute. Okay, remember in WCW, remember um the two the two Bob guys that were security? I forget what they called them. Yeah, I, I remember those. Don Don and Ron Harris. Those were the Blues bro- the Blue Brothers. Oh, so, so you're, you're talking about DOA. DOA, yes. They, they were also the Blue Brothers. They were the Blue Brothers uh, back in uh, around 95. Oh, okay. Then we had Dilo Brown defeating Gangrel. And then a steel cage. Dilo Brown defeating Gangrel. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, the night of unexpected results. For, the, for, uh, for a number one contender's match for the WWF title, a three-way steel cage match, The Rock defeating Ken Shamrock and Mankind. Okay, I'm going to have to go back and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Val Venus defeating... Then we had Val Venus defeating Dustin Runnels. Uh, D-Generation X defeated Jeff Jarrett and, oh, for Southern Justice. Remember Southern Justice? Um, um, yeah, before, after, their, their post-God win, uh, gimmick. Yeah. And the main event saw a title change in a three-way match. It was Kane and The Undertaker. No, yeah, Kane and The Undertaker defeating Steve Austin for the WWF title. You know, I have to, I have never seen this pay-per-view. I have to watch this. So, like, <laughs> oh, wow. You said this was 98 and it was called Breakdown. September 27, 1998. WWF In Your House 24 Breakdown. I missed the In Your House shows. I do, too. They were such an easy watch. And they were always fun to watch. Yeah. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your moment in history for this week. Ben, what did, how did how did you that show sound to you? Well, it, it, I'm gonna have to as, as soon as I jump off in here with with you, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fire up my Xbox and uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're literally gonna have a virtual DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that. Alright. So, when, so, let's see. Uh, we will be right back and we will bring this show to a close, so stay tuned. So what do you say we bring this week's episode to a close? I love, I love it, man. It's, uh, th- this, one, this one was uh, a lot of fun and I uh, played around with some production elements, which yep. the viewers, uh, the listeners will get to 
enjoy uh, when this this episode goes live later uh, this evening. Yes, sir. It will be uploaded uh, right after we go off the air. I will be uploading this. That was a fun pay-per-view, and I haven't even, I've, I had never seen it because I was, like, still in school at that time. So I'm going to have to go back and watch. Actually, I was, uh, I was, uh, doing, uh, yeah, school and, uh, job placement at that time. Yeah, I, uh, I think, um, what, what did you say, September 27, 1998? So you were a young lad of 10. I was gonna say what? You, you were ten. You said you you were born in eighty eight. <laughs> So this week has been a fun episode. Ben, how would you say we bring this episode to a close? Fantastic. I like that idea. I have a, I have a pay-per-view to watch. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, oh, before we go, we must uh, let the listeners know that uh, we will be moving our show as of next week. Yes. So um, to accommodate the, the updated uh, wrestling schedule with... Uh, with SmackDown moving its time, and of course, the advent of AEW television um, to uh, to Wednesday and then Friday with uh, SmackDown, uh, we have uh, decided to move uh, this illustrious podcast to uh, Saturday night at eight o'clock in order to uh, bring you the, the most up to date. Um, Reviews and, and comments and and buffoonery. So <laughs> buffoonery. Uh, I hope you I, I hope you enjoy the uh, the action that we have uh, going on uh, next week. Uh, and um, you know enjoy enjoy AEW and all the uh, wrestling shenanigans. Yeah, just be a fan. Don't. Worry and complain about every little thing that's on the screen. You're not gonna like everything. We don't like everything that we see, but we complain, then we let it go. Exactly. So, uh, take a page out of our book, and now granted, we are two old and gray motherfuckers, but, uh. Well, maybe I'm, I, I might be a little more gray since I'm older. Uh-oh. And I got my first grade. Now, both of those events have been when I was 29. Um, I'm now 31, and so I'm, I'm going downhill fast. I don't like it. Father time is not kind. He's an honorary son of a bitch. But, uh, with, with that in mind, 
I shall um, I shall go ponder my mortality while watching uh, that pay-per-view. So let me get off the air. All right, so the soon as we will talk to you all next week. Enjoy all the wrestling. And for my co-host, I've been Elio Canella. He is Ben Pierce. Ben, say goodbye to the listeners. See you.